Hey guys, it's Tim, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. One video, but a bunch of news brought to you in an easy way to view it. Yep, we've got six stories today on the dock for the Wrestling Wrap-Up. We're talking about Jeff Hardy. We're going to give some more quick hits on War Games. Elijah Burke and what happened with him over the weekend at the NWA show that sent him to the hospital. Some quick Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns news, contract information, Beth Phoenix hits, and so much more. Again, this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up for Monday. December 6th, 2021. Again, got six stories to talk about here. But before we get into all that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. If you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below. Excuse me. Or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel, either with a Tier 1 subscription, just like, well, Broken King Slender and Rosario recently did. Broken King Slender at 17 months, Rosario 2948 at 9 months, or if you're already paying Jeff Bezos for Amazon Prime, you can be like New Jeffrey and subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because all you got to do is take your Amazon Prime account, take your Twitch account, link them, and boom, you've got a Prime Gaming account. And don't just think... Ah, uh, just to subscribe to you? No. Make that Prime Gaming account to get cool freebies like Grand Theft Auto, Hop, not Grand Theft Auto. Well, you get stuff for Grand Theft Auto online, but you also get for free Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. And other fun games as well. You get stuff for League of Legends. You get stuff for Valorant. But always you get one free subscription to any Twitch channel here on Twitch. And I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out with a YouTube, um, in the YouTube chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also remember, you can hit that join button down below to get early access to... Exclusive news, early access to non-news videos, early access to podcast episode stuff, and the exclusive starting today, the exclusive EW Unlimited post show for the wrestling wrap-up. That post show is available only to YouTube channel members and uh, patreon.com forward slash PW Unlimited subscribers. So that will go up live. I think I'm at least today we're gonna try it live at Maybe about five, ten minutes after we end this show. I will then go over, set the link for that. Because I could have done it all early, but it's kind of a hassle. Plus, I was on a business call that didn't go well beforehand. So, I was a little busy this morning. But we will have the exclusive post show that only, and this won't go out anywhere else, only for Patreon subscribers and YouTube channel member subscribers. But also the final thing. Have you checked out that new season of Fortnite yet? Have you checked out Fortnite Chapter 3? It's not just a new season. It's a whole new chapter. It's a whole new map. It's a whole new game, and they have Spider-Man. If you haven't checked it out and you're thinking about it, and you think, ah, oh, i got to get the Battle Pass. It's only 10 bucks for the... No, it's actually cheaper than 10 bucks for the Battle Pass. Yeah, it used to be 10 bucks. Now it's like, what, $7.99? Well, when doing so, either that's on the Epic Game Store in the Fortnite app, on your PlayStation, on your Switch, on your Xbox, on your phone, use this code right here, PWUnlimited, and you'll be supporting us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. If you're over there getting into that hot new Fortnite action with Spider-Man and so forth, so remember, use the use the creator code PWUnlimited on the Epic Game Store to support us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. 
But with that, we've got some news to talk about. It's the wrestling wrap-up. Let's jump right in. The first story we do have is, unfortunately, the news that broke last night about Jeff Hardy. Now, I have slight update on this story, but but we have video of this, I don't want to say incident, but matching question. So in case you guys haven't heard what exactly went down with Jeff Hardy, here's the story. Last night, Mike Johnson of PW Insider posted the following. WWE star Jeff Hardy was not at tonight's live event at Corpus Christi, Texas, at the American Bank Center, and word making the rounds at the event was that Hardy had been sent home from the road. Hardy teamed with Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre against the Bloodline last night in Edinburgh, Texas. This was Saturday night in Edinburgh, Texas. The main event of the Super Show live event. Hardy spent most of the match inside the ring being worked over by Roman Reigns and the Usos and apparently became more sluggish as the match continues. Once he, had the, once he made the hot tag to McIntyre, he disappeared into the crowd, followed by security, which, if you watch the video, that line right there, disappeared into the crowd, followed by security, well, that doesn't even paint the picture. Quote, Hardy also did not return for the post-match celebration with his partners. Hardy was replaced in Corpus Christi last night by Rey Mysterio. So, Jeff Hardy sent home off the road. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful also did confirm this news as well. We did reach out and was told by one source it could have been that he was sent home for behavioral issues. Not sure exactly what that means. That's just one of the rumors going around backstage last night. That Jeff Hardy may have been sent home for a behavioral issue. Not sure, again, what that all means, but let's go to the tape. Let's go to the tape. We have this video here. Now, this is from, let me see something really fast. YouTuber, I want to give them proper credit. Nicholas Segovia. Nicholas Segovia. Posted this on YouTube, but hold on one second. It may not be his original video. Um, not sure, but that's the YouTube channel that I got the link from. Brent Segovia. But we're going to just quickly go through this video really fast. We're not going to like watch the whole thing. It's a 13-minute video. I'll put the link in the description below after the show is over. If you guys want to go check it out yourself. But, so, the match here. Starts out with Xavier Woods and Jimmy Uso, I want to say that is. Jimmy Uso. And at about the minute mark or so, Jeff Hardy gets tagged in. And Jeff's being Jeff Hardy. He's diving off the top rope onto Uso and this and that. And as we scroll in, maybe five minutes in, Jeff's just on the mat. And this is the rest of the match. And this starts like early on, maybe like, and I know this isn't the whole match either because you can see the camera cuts and stuff. But really, from about a minute or so into when Hardy gets in, he just doesn't do much. Like he's throwing some punches here. And as we go forward, we'll see that his punches get less and less, I guess you could say, physical. And so, you know, Hardy's, look at that. He's holding himself up with ropes. Roman attacks him. He lays down. And basically from here, 
but 90% of the rest of the time he's in this match, he's just laying there. He's just laying there. Now the ref's arguing with Woods and McIntyre, and if you watch this video, you see multiple times the ref goes back over to McIntyre, and McIntyre says something to him, and McIntyre's got this look on his face like he's not happy at all. As we keep on going here, there is a spot where Jeff tries to attack Roman on the apron. Cannot find that. But Jeff, for the most part, as you see, is just laying here getting beat up. And in about the, where is it? 10 minute, 45 second mark. 10 minute, 50 second mark. Jeff makes the hot tag to McIntyre. Now, here's what you need to watch. Watch Jeff Hardy. He's just laying there. He's just laying there. Then you think, okay, Jeff's going to get up on the... No. Jeff then just walks away. Watch where Jeff is walking. Keep your eye right there. Jeff jumps over the barricade, and security just chases after him. Never to be seen again. So We don't know exactly what happened again. Hardy was sent home from the road, did not work last night in Corpus Christi, Texas. We were told that it may have been a behavioral reason that they sent Jeff Hardy home. And yeah, I just hope he's all right. I hope everything is good. Again, if you watch this video, 90% of him in that ring is him just laying there and the Usos beating on him. There's one point when like they pick him up and he like turns around and he punches Roman. Roman gets all mad, jumps in, beats him down. Also interesting enough, Roman tags into the match, and the crowd erupts. But that's not what we're talking about here. But just interesting that the Corpus Christi crowd loved, loved, loved Roman Reigns last night. They erupted when Roman tagged into this match. But regardless, hopefully everything is all right with Jeff Hardy. We don't know exactly what's going on. But again, I couldn't find the spot in there. But there's a spot with him and Roman where, like, I think it was Roman. It may have been an Uso. It's him and somebody, Jeff. And they got him in a headlock. And usually, like, you, like, pull your arm up and you, like, throw the elbow. And Jeff just kindly just swings his arm to try and break the headlock. Just not even, like, force in the elbow. He's kind of just, uh. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on Jeff Hardy again. Multiple things, multiple versions of the story going around right now backstage within WWE again. Mike Johnson stated that he was sent home from the road. Sean Rossap confirmed it. I've been able to confirm it with also being told that may have been a behavioral issue that sent him home. Again, not 100% sure what all of that means. But with that, again, hopefully Jeff is all right. Now, as we move forward, last night was war games, as some may call it, or as Ruling Regal would say, war games. And I thought the show was good. wasn't great. wasn't bad. I mean, the women's war games match was kind of there. The cruiserweight title match was kind of there. But we also had some other good stuff on this match. Tag title match, really, really good. The men's war games match, really, really, really good. Especially for how long it went. And in case you guys didn't watch that show, I do have some quick hits, quick notes, quick stuff for you right here. First off, as far as matches do go, the baby faces. Did win the Women's War Games match. Poor Jade did end up picking the picking up the victory there as she pinned J.C. Jane. We then saw Imperium retain the tag team titles. And in retaining the tag team titles, that led to Von Wagner after the match attacking Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly then making the challenge, Hey, Von, I want you in a cage. 
Also, we did see Duke Hudson lose to Cameron Gimes. Hudson got shaved. Cruiserweight champion Roderick Strong retained the Cruiserweight title over Joe Gacy. And Braun Breaker won for Team 2.0 in the Men's War Games match, pinning the NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa. But then after the show, after the show, we did actually see, well, we didn't, well, actually, no, we did see it. Because Sam Roberts posted it on his Twitter. Others posted it on their Twitter. And WWE posted a video as well. Johnny Gargano thanking the fans for his time in NXT. Stating that he's not done yet. And he will be back on Tuesday. He will be back on Tuesday to let everybody know exactly what's going on. Well, his wife was trying to let everybody know exactly what was going on. As we spoke to one person that was live in attendance at War Games last night. And stated that they spoke to Candice after the show. Candice walked around the, the I guess you say, the, the PC and addressed some fans, spoke with some fans, met with the fans, did a little meet and greet kind of thing, I guess you could say. One fan asked her, hey, what's going on with your husband? And she said, oh, he's just going on maternity leave with me. But whether that is true or whether that is true in a way we're not thinking, because there's multiple ways to think of this maternity leave thing. There is, A, Johnny is re-signing with the company. Everything's staying the same. There is, B, Johnny is re-signing with the company, but he's taking a few months off of action to be with Candace until the baby is born. Or there is C, Johnny, or you know, there's C and D. There is C, Johnny's not re-signing with the company and not sure what he's going to do next. So he is essentially going on maternity leave until he figures out his next option. Or there is D, Johnny knows what he's going to do next, is not staying in WWE, and is going to do that. Maybe he does still take time off before his next adventure the next endeavor. So, Johnny Gargano, that's the big question. What is next for Johnny? He will be on the show Tuesday. Also on the show Tuesday, as we spoke about, Kyle O'Reilly. His contract is also up this week. He's got a cage match with Von Wagner. And we don't know much about his deal. But people have been also asking, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. What's going on with Roderick Strong? You've got... Adam Cole and Bobby Fish in AEW. It's almost inevitable that O'Reilly's going to go to AEW. OG uh, UE there. What about Roddy? Well, unless he gets released from WWE, he ain't leaving anytime soon because Roderick Strong signed a new contract this year. And here's the thing with all of this. From what we have heard, Roderick Strong signed, Roderick Strong signed a new contract right around the time that they were setting up the Diamond Mind idea. They set up the diamond mine. They said, here's the plan we have for you. We want you to sign a new deal with the company. We want you to stick around. Usually WWE deals three to five years. And in turn, word was, you know, we're going to do diamond mine. You're going to have Malcolm Bivens as your mouthpiece. You got some guy, I forget his name. I always forget the guy's name. The Japanese guy that is the, quote, trainer of the diamond mine. And originally his wife, Marina Shafir, was supposed to be in the group. Basically, the Ivy Nile spot. He's getting all these pitches. He's hearing all these things. He's like, yeah, we're a go. I like this. Sign on the dotted line. And his wife gets released. And they add Ivy Nile to the group instead. After the rumor came out that, oh, they don't want a female in the group anymore. They, they kiboshed that. And then just added Ivy Nile. I don't know how true that rumor was that, oh, they don't want, the, the, want a female in the group anymore. So I don't know. But Roddy was told all these things. He got the cruiserweight belt. He got his group, his own group, basically, kind of. Some people say Diamond Mind is Malcolm Bivens' group, but kind of got his own group. 
And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but if it was me, I'd kind of be like, man, maybe I should have held out. But you never know. You never know because they didn't know that Adam's contract was coming up as quick as it did. Nobody knew that. WWE didn't know that. Now you say Adam Cole didn't know that. No, because apparently he thought his contract was up at the same time as Kyle's contract in December. So, Bar Strong stuck in WWE for at least three years, I would assume. WWE usually doesn't do one, two-year contracts. They usually do three- or five-year contracts. So, everyone hoping by 2022, all four members of Undisputed Era in, in, well, in AEW, no. Speaking of contracts in AEW, the Young Bucks gave a little update on their current contract situation this morning on BTE. They kicked off the show. It was the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Um, and basically, they were talking about how they didn't sign new five-year deals. Their original deal was a five-year deal. The original deal was a five-year deal. It was a three-year guarantee with a two-year option to be picked up on the back end, and that is what they have done. They have picked up that two-year option on the back end so, Young Bucks still in AEW for at least another two years. Also, guys, give me one second to make a change here to the live stream. It is, for some reason, running slow. Let me just try to save the stream, as some may say. Give me one quick second here, guys. All right, let me refresh this. I think we should be okay now. So going forward, again, like I stated, the Young Bucks stated that two-year or five-year deal initially, three years of that deal was guaranteed with two years to be picked up on the back end. So that is all the contract news we do have right now regarding AEW, WWE, NXT, this and that. If you ask me about Kevin Owens, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell you all the time. I don't know. His contract is up at the end of January. That is all we know. I get this question every single day. What's going on with Kevin Owens' contract? What's going on with Kevin Owens' contract? I don't know. His contract's up at the end of January. That's all anybody knows right now. But going forward, there's a little scary situation that took place this past weekend at the NWA Hard times two event. So the main event of the show war is my notes here. The main event of the show did see Trevor Murdoch, the NWA world's heavyweight champion retain the title against Mike Knox. Afterwards, he was attacked and confronted or whatever by Matt Cardona. Mick Foley then appeared and said that he had a surprise for these two men, Matt Cardona and uh, Trevor Murdoch. This would then bring out Elijah Burke. Elijah Burke hit the ring and began brawling with Mike Knox and Cardona, but was then thrown into the steel steps at ringside and appeared to go limp. Following the event, it was reported that Elijah Burke had been taken to the hospital. And really nothing was known on his situation, on his condition, and exactly what was going on. Ultimately, an ambulance did rush Burke to the nearest hospital to be examined at a local emergency room. And this morning, well, Elijah Burke himself has spoken on that scary incident and exactly what did happen as Elijah Burke tweeted out the following. 
As many of you know, I was recently taken to taken by ambulance to a hospital in ATL following NWA Hard Times 2. I would like to assure you that all is 100% well with the Pope. In wrestling, we take our bumps and bruises while continually forging ahead. However, today, there are certain protocols in effect to ensure, in effect to ensure that well-being that the well-being of performers like myself and getting medically evaluated and cleared is one of them. I'd like to thank the entire NWA family, many who gave up hours of their own time to ensure Pope's safety. Thank you. He stated that when he when you awaken to find this waiting for you, our crew is genuinely special, and I'm so happy to be part of them. I promise you, it's the little things that count. This simple act means the world to me. I will hold on to this card forever. Thanks, NWA. And that's the scary thing to hear when he says, when you wake up to see this, and this I'm going to pull up right here on Twitter. It is a card. So it's this right here that was sent to him or given to him or whatever. Pull this full screen. It says, get better quick. You are missed. Everybody seems like everybody there signed this card. We love you, Pope. So that's really cool to see. Really good to hear that he's doing all right after that scary incident. I don't know exactly, and he doesn't even say it, but from, from what he said here, it sounds like they may have been scared of a concussion or something after he was thrown into those steel steps again. It was say that he was thrown into the steel steps and then went limp. So, yeah. He says he's 100% and all is well. So it's good to see that the Pope, Elijah Burke, is going to be all right. As we move forward, got two little quick hits here. First off, we do know that Brock Lesnar will be challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE Champion, no, the Universal Championship, come the day one show on January 1st. And in turn, according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer does state that this is not the first, of course, not the first, because, well, it is the second of this current Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns series, but it is not the last. This is going to be a multi-match series. We saw the first match at Crown Jewel, the next match coming up at day one, and apparently this current Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns series is at the moment scheduled to cap off at WrestleMania. Now things can change, plans can change, something can happen, and it doesn't go down at WrestleMania as the final match. Whether that is no match at Mania or extend past Mania is to be seen, but that is just one little news tidbit here. Brock Roman, we're getting more of it. And finally, as far as Beth Phoenix does go, so last night was Beth Phoenix's last night in NXT as a full-time on-the-desk commentator every single week, every single show. Now, Beth could still pop up at, like, pay-per-view events like she did last night working War Games. They do have... I doubt she would be at New Year's Evil on January 4th, but say they do the next, like... uh, What, what was the one they did earlier this year? Takeover... Valentine's Day one or whatever. No, Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. Maybe they do another Vengeance Day. Beth can be on commentary for that. Or something along those lines. Another stand and deliver. Something like that. Beth can come back there. But according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, Mike Johnson did say that last week when we saw Maurice with Miz, the word going around is that was not a one-off thing. Just 
hey, cool, Maurice is here with Miz for the night. No. Also, the word going around backstage is that there has been high high consideration of having Beth Phoenix join Edge, and then, as we all possibly assumed last week, Edge and Beth against Miz and Maurice, which when you think of that, the first thing you think of is, oh, like Miz and Maurice versus Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, and Rebella. Or Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. So it's like, whenever couples want to work together and do something, you throw them to Miz and Maurice, because you know they're going to work solid. You know you're going to be able to trust them to do well. So it is very likely that Beth joins Edge here and we get some sort of a Beth and Edge versus Miz and Maurice storyline. And speaking of last week's Raw, we got Raw tonight. Tonight is Monday Night Raw from the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. Now tonight's Monday Night Raw has three things so far announced, only three, which is technically more than we normally know. So... First off, the show will have the the return of Ms. TV. Ms. TV returns tonight, and the special guest, Edge. And my first thought was, didn't we get this segment last week, basically? How different, other than maybe Beth showing up, how different can this segment be from last week's segment of Ms. Maurice interrupting Edge and then bantering back and forth and this and that? That's all it's going to be tonight is Miss says, Welcome to Ms. TV. This is awesome. Now bring out Edge. And let's bicker banter back and forth. It's going to be the same thing as last week, unfortunately. Now, it would have been nice if they, they said, you know, Mrs. Guest is Beth Phoenix or Beth and Edge. Or just, I, I think it would have been cool if he would like Beth Phoenix. And they're like, why are you bringing in Beth? And then Edge shows, I don't know. I don't know. That is one thing announced for tonight's show. As far as action does go, we do know that the Raw Women's Championship will be on the line tonight. When Becky Lynch defends her title. Against Liv Morgan. Now, there's a video going around on social media where Liv Morgan told the fan, I will win the title for you or whatever. I don't think that happens. I don't think Liv is winning the belt tonight from Becky. I just, I don't see it. And finally, in a non-title cage match, WWE champion Biggie will be taking on Kevin Owens. Now you say, we got this last week. Technically, yes. We did have a big Biggie Kevin Owens match last week. But, but... Kevin Owens kind of goaded Seth Rollins to get into the match with him, which then learned to Seth led to Seth attacking, causing the DQ in the match not having a real finish. So, so they're throwing the cage aspect into it. Got the cage. Seth can't get in the cage because it's locked. And there we go. Speaking of cages, they did be running. Technically, three cage matches, three nights in a row. No, four cage matches, three nights in a row. Women's War Games. Men's War Games. Biggie Kevin Owens cage match. Kyle O'Reilly Von Wagner cage match tomorrow. So it's like, dang. Four cage matches in three days. But that's tonight's Monday Night Raw. That's all we know so far for tonight's Monday Night Raw. Miss TV, Raw Women's title, and a cage match. But with that... This is a short one today, guys, the wrestling wrap-up. I do want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We will be back tonight for the Monday Night Raw review. Then we've got, I don't think I'm going to review NXT this week. It just doesn't entice me that much. The cage match does a little, but we'll see. 
Then we got AEW on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, we got the Jesse and Timmy show. Friday, we're back here for the wrestling wrap-up. Boom, we go SmackDown on Friday. We got a whole slate of podcasts for you all week. I'm doing more podcast content today because, well, we've got a cool video going up later on today with one Nick Armstrong and lead play-by-play commentator for West Coast Pro Wrestling, old James Kincaid, as they are talking about this coming Friday's West Coast Pro Wrestling Iceland show. That video will be up here shortly on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel with these guys going in-depth and talking about the four biggest matches on the Iceland show coming up this Friday. But I'm not done with some of you here because when we finish here, we're going to go back live for Patreon subscribers. We're going to go back live for YouTube channel members because we've got the post-show, the wrap-up show, what I call the PW Unlimited random wrap-up. Because it's a wrap-up to the wrestling wrap-up, and it's going to be random. So with that, guys, have a great rest of your Monday. I will see you later. Have a good one.